we recently changed the name at Crystal Lake Baptist Church to Resurrection Church. Today, Josh and I are going to talk about some of the things that went into that name change, the importance of church names, and the considerations that we had with our church along the way. Most of you were able to participate in those discussions, but we wanted to be able to formally record our thoughts a little bit so that way as we reflect in the future on our name and the process that it took to get there, we'll be able to have this thoroughly documented (laughs) both in the meeting minutes and now in a conversation here. So Josh and I are just going to chat about our new name, Resurrection Church. Josh, are churches' names important, and what purpose uh, does a church name have? Yeah, um, church names are important. I would begin by saying that, and uh, but it's not everything. I think sometimes you can put too much emphasis on it. But the purpose of a church name is to identify, I believe, what is important to that said church so that both insiders and outsiders know something about it, its priorities, its aims, and its direction. So again, I think the church name is important and it's useful in as much as the people of the church um, live up to that said name, because of course names can be misleading if the people aren't actually prioritizing that name. Yeah, I, I agree. I think on the one hand, church names don't matter at all. Like, you know, a, a church can doesn't ever need to probably change its name just to become more relevant or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. In, in that way, I think church names are really rather unimportant. Um, but I think you're right. The name also signals who the church hopes to become and who who they want to be perceived as by people in the community. And and I think the weird thing about names, maybe maybe names are a lot like the paint on a wall, where in one way it's really <laughs> not important what color the paint on the wall is, unless you pick a really bad color. And if you pick a really bad name, then it's going to be really unhelpful. <laughs> or, or the name could be so vague and nondescriptive yeah. when it comes to church names that you don't even know that you're talking about a church necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we were talking with someone else about the ideas for a church name, they they mentioned, don't name the church something like the well or something like that. You need church in the name probably, and, and something really vague is probably counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. You want it to be specific, direct, give us some general idea to what you actually are as a church entity. Yeah, so I, I think what we concluded as a church as we were talking about this is that our church name is important, uh, but it's not the most important thing about our church. Mm-hmm. So we want to give it thought, uh, and, and we have to recognize that there's a balance in that we have to strike in determining who the name is for. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that most of us tend to think off the cuff that the name of the church is for us, mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also have to recognize the name of the church is for outsiders as well. Uh, so how how do you look at that? And um, what's what's the challenge that you sense in trying to determine the name of the church, recognizing it's both for the church and for those outside the church? Sure. Yeah. Thinking through that is difficult. You, like you were saying, you need to find a fine balance between both insiders describing who you are, but at the same time, letting outsiders know who you are too. And uh, determining the language that you might use, you know, Christian lingo, like Baptist, Presbyterian, or something like that, 
the people inside your church are going to understand what that means, but it doesn't necessarily communicate to outsiders or unbelievers what that what that means. So as you're determining a name, you want it to to strike a nice balance between the two, if possible. Not always easy. Yeah, I think a good example of that is that I really would I would have loved to have the name like Covenant Community or Christ Covenant Church or something like that. Um, but as one of the members pointed out in our discussions, the word covenant, most people don't even know mm-hmm. what that means mm-hmm. at all. And mm-hmm. so it, it, even though it might be meaningful internally, mm-hmm. it's really not meaningful to anyone else. And it risks even miscommunicating mm-hmm. uh, what mm-hmm. what the church is about. So I, I think that brings in, as you brought up, this idea of the denominational affiliation being part of the, the a moniker mm-hmm. indicating mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. Baptist or Bible, in our case, you know, we, we probably wouldn't have Lutheran or no, Anglican no. in there because we're not, <laughs> no. you know, affiliated with those denominations. But historically, I think churches have included a denominational moniker there. Mm. And um, and we we chose not to. So maybe talk through a little bit. And, and I think that this was probably the uh, most talked mm. about and most debated mm-hmm. element of the, the name was, do we include this kind of middle name moniker of sure. Baptist? Yeah, I think denominational monikers can either be useful or it can be unhelpful, uh, depending on the perception and understanding of that denomination in your particular location. Um, So using a denomination that we would identify with, uh, well, Baptist for us, uh, we are Baptist in nature and have no issue identifying as such if you allow us to root its meaning in some key features. But if you define Baptist in a way that's different, uh, so for some, I've heard what it means to be Baptist for them is to dress a certain way or to sing certain songs out of certain hymnals or being KJV only or only using a piano during the singing portion of church or or having altar calls every single you know Sunday, we would readily deny this is what it means to be Baptist. So then you also have to weigh that is how is it being understood in my in my church in my community and do I want to identify with that meaning um, of course then there's also the local public understanding of the name Baptist so though it's not everything to uh, everything all of that but it's still something to consider and maybe you found this I found this to be true but uh, for me Baptist carries a very strong negative connotation when I speak with unbelievers or my co-workers. I'll be in a good conversation with them, and we'll, we'll be talking about religious things, and then they'll eventually ask, oh, you're a pastor, and what denomination do you belong to? And at that moment, I'll say, you know, I belong to the Baptist, you know, I'm, I claim to be Baptist. And at that moment, the conversation just shuts down. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. I can think of two to three instances off the top of my head. And so then I'll ask them, you know, why, why did you respond in that way? What is it that you think of when you think of Baptists? And often they respond by describing them as, you know, aren't those like the really harsh and critical type of people? Or <laughs> aren't those the ones that care about doctrine deeply, but then you know, are completely disconnected from their emotions or the way they behave, like intellectual, emotionless zombies. Like, these are actual responses I've gotten from people. Mm. And, you know, they're unloving, they're uncaring, they're hypocritical, judgmental, legalistic. And then they'll share with me some story or experience that they've had with Baptist churches in our areas that were just awful. So 
of course, this isn't what we mean when we call ourselves Baptists, nor do we want this type of perception of ourselves. But to a certain extent, this public impression of what Baptist means, we're, we're getting that regardless of whether or not we have it in our name, if we have it in our name. So coming back to the question, you know, is it useful to have Baptist as a, a, a moniker? Um, I would say, you know, <laughs> in our context with a lot of the misconstruals, the misunderstandings, um, there's a wide misunderstanding of what we mean by it and what others mean by it. So, Yeah, I, I think I've gotten similar responses when people ask me where I'm a pastor or, or what church I go to. And when, when I give the name of the church, it, if it, you know, historic here, it's been Crystal Lake Baptist Church. Um, I've usually gotten a bit of a, a sense of that. There's a change in the dynamic of the relationship as people have a perception of what it means to be a Baptist that I don't know is altogether correct. Mm-hmm. And and on the one hand, I don't think we can really fault them for that because Baptists aren't a monolithic whole. There are no. a lot of different kinds of Baptists, and and I think maybe that would be one. Uh, area to consider and that we did consider when we decided not to include the name Baptist was that there are different kind of Baptists. And so if we just have the unqualified name in our church name, then that might potentially shut the door down on mm-hmm, any conversation mm-hmm. because there's a, there's a prejudgment and a wrong assessment of who we are based on that name. Mm-hmm. And their experiences with other churches that were nothing like ours. Yeah, and that being said, though, I, I also think that it, it is just a, a bit of a prudence call as you're seeking to weigh mm-hmm. what are the pros and cons of this. And mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that we, we are friends with lots of pastors who are pastors of churches with the name Baptist in the church. And I think they would all recognize too mm-hmm. that there are pros and cons to having that, that moniker there. You know, mm-hmm. one of the pros is that those who are, you know, convinced Baptists are going to be looking for a Baptist church when they move into the area and being in the Twin Cities are people who move all the time. And so that, that wouldn't be abnormal for someone just to sit down and search for Baptist churches in Burnsville. Um, and, and so that, the name could be helpful that way, but it could also be, you know, hurtful mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. in particular, for those who maybe have only observed Christianity from a distance. Um, so I, I think, as we talked about it, as we started the discussion, I was pretty convinced that we should have Baptist in the name, and then at the end of the discussion, I was pretty convinced we shouldn't, and I kind of waffle back and forth. I think, I think it, with what we are doing here, it makes sense not to have it in the name, but. I also don't think that you and I or anyone here would say that it would be a wrong decision mm-hmm, to include mm-hmm. Baptist in the name either. No. Um, we, I, I think you can't go wrong including it, and I, I don't know that we're going wrong in not including it. I think we just mm-hmm. are trying to balance that. You know, who's the name for and, and what's, it, what's its effect going to be on those who hear it and see it and interact mm-hmm. with it in, in our neck of the woods? Yeah, and I think that this exact perception change of Baptists and how people, it's its very conducive to your context where you're at. I found that in the South, uh, when I was going to school in South Carolina, Baptists were viewed much more favorably there, hmm. even among unbelievers. That just was. That didn't turn them off immediately. They were willing to still engage with you. Whereas here, I just found that to not be the case. And I'd be curious... 
Um, if any others in our church have had similar experiences or not in the Minnesota region here. so Yeah, yeah. I mm. think in our discussion, um, the, the people who are most outspoken and thinking that we should not have Baptists in the name are people who grew up in this area mm. or, or mm-hmm. who are from a different, didn't grow up in church and, and they only had negative connotations of Baptists. So mm. I think that's right in, in our area. It's probably not a favorable title. And I think that's indicated even by the way the North American Mission Board markets itself and its church planting and mm-hmm. markets itself as the SEND network. And I, I think that probably speaks to the reality that it's easier for established churches that have the name Baptist in the name to buy a hearing from somebody mm-hmm. because they've been in the community for a long time. They've established a reputation. I think that's harder when you're a church restart like us or a church plant, mm-hmm. because now you're inserting yourself into the community really for the first time or the first time in a long time. And so there's not a long, healthy reputation. Uh, I think of our, our sending church, Eden Baptist Church, you know, Baptist is in the name. And I think they've had a 30-year history that commends that church to the community where a lot of church plants in our area just don't have that. And uh, so that that kind of tips the scales in not including the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also think, and maybe this is not, you know, clearly thinking, but I, I one of the things I thought was that if we were, you know, naming a church 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, mm-hmm. the denominational affiliation in the name would have been much more important mm-hmm. uh, because... You, you know, people would visit churches for the first yeah, time by being the there internet. in person. <laughs> they didn't have the internet. And so that name on a building or on a sign was a lot more important. Uh, I think now almost everyone that we've talked to who have visited this church, uh, the majority of them are people who have visited our church online first. Mm-hmm. And they've read mm-hmm. things like our statement of faith, and they've listened to sermons, and they've read our church covenant. And I, I think that just speaks to a different way of looking for a church that people operate in, in the modern age of the internet. And I think even when I was a pastoral assistant at Eden, I would track the visitor cards. And it was mm-hmm. it was pretty amazing, even between... 2017 and the time I left, how much higher of a percentage visitors, you know, would mm-hmm, mark mm-hmm. of, you know, I found you on Google or online or something <laughs> like that. And so I, I just don't know that having the, the denomination in the name uh, does as much as mm-hmm, it did mm-hmm. 20 years ago. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't help the person looking as much because because now they're listening to sermons Correct, and, yeah. and that kind of thing online. So what it does do is it brings the negative connotations <laughs> without as much of the positive without connotations. Without much the pros, correct. Yeah. Um, so we are not trying to hide that we're Baptists. I think anyone who looks on our website is going to find that out pretty quickly, but it's within a context where there's more information about who we are. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, whatever someone thinks a Baptist is, they might have that adjusted as they start to see what we believe and what we care about. And as they uh, listen to sermons and, and read things on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think though we wanted when we were thinking of re- renaming the church well first of all why why did we do that why did we think this was needed <laughs> and why did we rename the church yeah. to resurrection church well yeah but maybe before why resurrection why did we decide to rename the church yeah yeah 
Yeah, and that kind of goes back to, you know, why did you name your church what it was in the first place? And for Crystal Lake Baptist Church, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it was because we were off Crystal Lake Road and we were close to Crystal Lake. It was named after its location. Yep. And um, we're moving locations, uh, for those that didn't know. Lord willing. Lord willing. If everything goes through, we'll be moving about a mile away from here, even further away from Crystal Lake. And the name just isn't as significant anymore. It doesn't carry uh, the location or any semblance of where we used to be or who we are. Um, so that's one reason we're changing the name due to location change. Crystal Lake just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, I, I think that points out that there are probably two streams that you could go down in naming a church. One mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. location-based, and one would be more content-based or sure. um, value-based or something like that. And you're right, the Crystal Lake Road Baptist Church was started in the First building was on Crystal Lake Road, and it was near Crystal Lake. And I think probably location names. I don't. It would be interesting for Lifeway or some other group to do a survey, but to see um, if location names mm. have kind of phased out over the last decade as GPS becomes <laughs> what people use to yeah. find a church instead of a you know like a a landmark or something like that. I know there have been a couple churches in our area that have started recently and they'll have a place name, but it has the city name. So like Mm. Richfield Bible church or, um, Westview church, you know, the West Metro. But I think those location names have at least become much less specific, if not phased Mm. out altogether. And I think probably a large part of that again is technology where you're, Mm. when you're telling people where your church is, you're not saying, Oh, it's by that lake. (laughs) You just, you know, they just, Google it, you know, you'll say in the South Metro or, or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So that's, like you said, that's one reason to perhaps rename your church. Um, another is we want to perhaps change our perception to the local community as a restart. Uh, we want to allow the community to know that there's something new going on here, and we want to set a direction with the renaming of our church. And along with that, um, Again, this varies from church to church, but depending on your past, if if the church you're you're revitalizing or restarting um, maybe had a a negative perception by the community, yeah, and I think on the perception level, probably an argument could be made both ways. You know, on the one hand, you could say if you change the name, you're able to reintroduce yourself to the community, show that something new is going on here. But then I guess on the other hand, you could argue, well, if you keep the same name and the community comes to see life is there, that's just as powerful. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I I think that one could be a wash, but I think for us, given the other factors of seeking to relocate and and some other reasons, it, it made sense to rename. And in that renaming, we determined it would probably be better to pursue the content or value driven name instead mm. of a location driven name and and we ended up voting and and changing to resurrection church mm. and one of the reasons i really like that uh, is that when someone asks anyone in the church where they go to church as they're talking with coworkers or people they meet somewhere and they say we i i go to resurrection church it's going to prompt a certain kind of question i think um without the moniker Baptist there, there won't be the question, oh, you're a Baptist. 
do you hate people or <laughs> whatever that might be? I don't know what, what kind of questions people might get there. But here, the content of the question is it relates to the name has to do with the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if someone is curious about that, the questions I think are going to lead towards um, opportunities to mm. speak the gospel to mm. people because the only way we can really talk about the resurrection as Christians mm-hmm. is to talk about Christ's resurrection and then the resurrection that he's done in each of us as we've come to know him. Uh, so I I really think that the content-based name is just a, a way that mm. a tool mm-hmm. for people to be able to ease into those conversations, you know, really mm-hmm. well, because mm-hmm. just with the law of reciprocation, when people start asking questions and, in mm. you know, if they ask you what your church name is and these sorts of things, as, as soon as you give that, most people give a response <laughs> and, and that response is usually a question. And, and so for them to ask about the resurrection or why, why is your church named resurrection? I, I just mm. think these are great opportunities for us as an assembly to share the gospel with people we know. Amen. Yeah, and I didn't think about that, but by only having resurrection and then church, you immediately bring it to Christ and who is the resurrection, the life, and you're able to share your own faith of how Christ has raised you to new life when you were dead in sin. Uh, So I think that's an excellent point. Yeah, well, changing the name, I think, is... May not have happened, and you know, without without moving. I think it's something we had talked about, and and that was one of the things we wanted to consider: is who do we want to be, and how do we want the community to understand us Mm -hmm. as we engage with unbelievers in our city. And the resurrection is something that came up over and over again, Uh, sometimes through sermon series as we were going through 1 Corinthians and hitting um, 1 Corinthians 15 in particular, but then very often Paul would reference the end times and the resurrection of the body as a reason for persisting in holiness and pursuing after Christ. And um, so I, I think that it's a declaration that we desire God to give us new life now. And it's also a declaration of our hope in the new creation, in the fullness of new life that we'll experience in the resurrection. And all of that is rooted in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. So Josh, were there any other thoughts that you had about church names as we were going through this process? (laughs) Or maybe uh, share some of the... um, Names that didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> the new names. I, I don't remember all of them. Uh, there were some. There were some good names that were suggested. Uh, I think someone suggested uh, Redemption Church, kind of this yeah. along similar lines as Resurrection. I think there was New Life Church, but that may yep. have sounded a bit too um, New Age. I guess I, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I can't all remember the conversation. what we said on that one. Yeah, there were um, a few other ch- Gospel Grace Church. I yep, believe was Gospel another Gospel Grace Church. And then some other uh, fun ones that were not to be taken seriously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And then we had some because, uh, well, anyway, that's not worth getting into. No. But um, yeah. So I, I think then as we look at the renaming of our church, we want to, as we look at other churches, recognize that there are reasons churches are named the way they are. Mm-hmm. And um, not everyone's going to follow the same path that we did in naming a church, and that's okay. And uh, it's it's really not something that I think should become all important, but I think we want to 
uh, dwell on its importance is the values that it sets for us and a reminder of who we are, a little bit like a family name reminds us of who we are. This name, Resurrection Church, reminds us that we belong to the new life that's in Jesus Christ, and it should remind us to pray for Christ's resurrection power to work in us individually and in our assembly as we worship and gather together and as we seek to share the gospel with the lost. This podcast is a ministry of the renamed Crystal Lake Baptist Church to Resurrection Church in Burnsville, Minnesota. If you would like to learn more about this church, you can visit us online at our new web address, resurrectionmn.org. And if you go to clbcmn.org, it should redirect you automatically.